0: Hey, and happy Friday again. Welcome to the 12th installment of your favorite travel and history podcast, The Friday Take 5. Each week, we do our best to scratch an itch for travel and history aficionados alike by adventuring to a new place with a new story. I'm your host, Mark Moran, and it's my hope that by the end of our time together, you'll be adding another great travel destination to your bucket list. One quick announcement before we get started. The Friday Take 5 store is coming soon. More info coming in the next few days, so keep an eye out on our socials to make sure you don't miss out. But for now, buckle in, because this week's episode is most definitely a jam packed adventure. As originally sung by The Four Lads and They Might Be Giants, take me back to Constantinople. We're headed to the city of the world's desire. A city perfectly situated between two seas, spanning two continents, and bringing along with it nearly 2,000 years of history, Istanbul. Today, Istanbul is a mix of chaos and serenity. Incredibly historic architecture, paired with tall skyscrapers, street vendors selling doner, and shopkeepers bartering away. The city bridges the Sea of Marmara to the Black Sea, and along with it, the eastern and western worlds. Istanbul has been on my travel bucket list for years. The Turkish culture, food, and fantastic architecture are all incredibly exciting to me. In particular, I have a huge desire to experience the awe-inspiring Hagia Sophia and Blue Mosque in person. Of course, the regulars listening to this show know that for me, it's often the story behind a city that makes it more interesting than anything. And that's the case with Istanbul, or should I say, Constantinople, for it wasn't until 1930 that the city was renamed from Constantinople to Istanbul. Constantinople was founded by the Roman Emperor Constantine I in 330 AD as a second or new Rome. For slightly more than the next thousand years, it served as the seat of the Byzantine Empire. Though largely a Christian empire, Constantinople was a melting pot, drawing cultural influence from both the East and the West. The city and the empire withstood booms and busts before finally collapsing after an Ottoman led siege. By the early 1450s, Sultan Mehmed of the Ottoman Empire was young and looking to prove himself, and the Byzantine Empire was on the verge of collapse. In 1453, he set out from Edirne. The then capital of the Ottoman Empire, to achieve something his forefathers had previously failed capturing Constantinople. Mehmed arrived at the doorstep of the Byzantine Empire armed with gunpowder, elite sword fighters, cannons, cavalry, and ships. Modern estimates note he had anywhere from sixty to a hundred and thirty thousand men fighting from land, and over a hundred ships. By comparison, the Byzantines had only roughly seven to 10,000 actual soldiers, and less than a quarter the number of ships. Though they were vastly outnumbered, it likely wasn't thought of at the time as being as hopeless as the numbers make it seem. Constantinople was a strongly fortified city, had strong walls, and the ability to block outside ships from the city waters by raising a chain across the naval entrance. It was a combination of cunning by Sultan Mehmed, a stroke of bad luck for the Byzantines, and probably a bit of arrogance on the side of the Sultan that ultimately led to an Ottoman victory and the demise of the Byzantine Empire. One thing that still blows my mind is how the Ottomans ultimately were able to gain access to the city. After many, many days of fighting and heavy losses on the side of the Ottomans, the Sultan had his forces begin tunneling, trying to get under the city walls, and also building a land bridge to haul Ottoman ships over land past the Byzantine defenses into the bay of the city. The tunnels got shut down, but the land bridge was ultimately a success, and they were able to roll their ships over logs straight into the Byzantine bay to start piercing the Byzantine defenses. After over 50 days of sieging, Mehmed planned for a final all-out assault. Before the dawn on the 29th of May in 1453, he launched a coordinated assault with artillery and multiple bands of soldiers. In the attack, the Ottomans mortally wounded a commanding officer within the Byzantine ranks. Chaos and confusion ensued for the Byzantine soldiers, and ultimately, Sultan Mehmed's elite Janissary regiment, was able to push past the city's defences. The Byzantine Emperor Constantine XI fought hard to the end, ultimately dying with his comrades beside him and his empire. After several days of looting and pillaging of the city, the sultan took complete control and established the new capital of his empire. All told, the siege ended with many thousands dead or enslaved, and the true start of a new empire for the Ottomans. My high school history class didn't do a whole lot of digging into the fall of Constantinople. For me, it wasn't until watching a Netflix special called Rise of the Empires, Ottoman, that I learned in more depth just how truly wild the conquest for Constantinople was. Assuredly, Netflix took some liberties in their portrayal of the siege, but it did a great job at making the story accessible to a wide audience, including myself. I highly recommend giving it a watch if you want a more in-depth look at the siege. Though quite the somber story, the conquest for Constantinople was undoubtedly a major turning point in history. Each incredible place has the good, the bad, and the ugly in terms of history, and all of it's important. I hope we've gotten you to learn something new and to consider adding the deeply historical... Istanbul to your travel list. I'm definitely hoping to head there soon. Hey, Fivers. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. If you like what you're hearing on the Friday Take 5, please take a moment to share this week's episode with a friend and give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Have your own stories of Istanbul to share? We want to hear them, so please give us a follow and DM us on socials at Friday Take 5 or email the FridayTake5 at gmail.com. Stay curious, stay adventuring, and have a great weekend.